Welcome to Sassy Nation. So I have two podcasts, right? Well, this is actually an actual podcast because it's not video. Um, my video slash podcast is my radio show, which you will you have what you will watch on Facebook, and you can also watch it on YouTube. And then I'll take the link and I put it everywhere else. Here for Sassy Nation, you listen to it on Anchor, on Spotify, on Radio Breaker, um, Google Podcasts, just to name a few places as to where it is. I forgot the fifth place, <laughs> but there's five different places you can listen to it. And then, of course, obviously, I take the link and I put it everywhere. Um, and that is actually what's called social media marketing. See, so it's, it's doing one thing and then placing it out on your platforms so other people can click links, either read a blog, listen to a podcast, go to a website, uh, purchase a product, um, read up on your service. That's how social media marketing works. Um, for example, like this morning, client is a franchise, client comes uh, and sends me an email this morning to ask how Instagram's going, right? Yeah, okay. And then gives me like, you know, the data that they have that they use, where I don't really trust people's um, data, to be quite honest, uh, especially because, you know, they're, they're all they care about is leads. See, because they have it, they have it instilled in their brains that that's what social media is only good for. It's getting leads. So, you know, so being the person that I am, of course, I had to explain this to them explain what social media is. But that's one of the, the biggest myths about social media marketing is that it's just about getting sales. When social media marketing is about making connections, you are to connect with people. It's all about the connection. Because if you create connections with other people in the industry that you're in, or you create connections with people who can purchase your product or use your service, that's what it's meant for. It's, it's not meant for, here, use us, buy this, try this, do this. It, it, the hard sale never works, especially when you're using social media marketing. You don't want to constantly hard sell. And, you know, I pointed out, you know, we have these people, you know, post stories and tag us and things, and then we tag them in it, and then I put it in it, and I gave them some, some numbers. But the return of your investment on social media marketing, using social media, is not the number game. It's not the number game. What it is, is those connections and how your brand is being, how your brand is growing, using it. And you can, you can find out by doing so many different things. So, you know, it's interesting. And I had to point out, well, you know, all your Facebook page is all about ads. That's all you guys do. I said, you guys don't even connect with the people who comment on your page. Like, you know, they do this, they do, and they do these stupid videos that I can't stand, but they did this video of this dog, you know, where the dog was doing something. And this person commented, oh, what a cute little dog. They didn't like the comment. They didn't comment back. They didn't do anything where they where they connecting with that comment. When you connect with your customers through comments on Facebook, especially, that's how you're going to get that customer. And I told them, I said, you could have commented, but oh, yes, the dog is cute. And do you know that if you use us, blah, 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 we help, whatever. 
And then I said, then you had another comment on another, on another post. They gave, you a, they gave you a testimonial and no one commented. One of your other owners liked it, but nobody commented back, thank you. You know, that's how you build your relationships on social media, is by commenting back. Which then now leads me into the segue, talking about athletes and exactly this. Athletes, professional athletes, you know, for the, from the you know, National Football League and Major League Baseball, National Hockey League and um, National Basketball Association, those leagues, those professional athletes, even golfers, I'll say, and tennis players and soccer players um, and race car drivers, whatever, whatever professional sport you play, okay? You have to connect with your fans. You have to not only connect with them on social media, but you really should be engaging with them on social media. Now, what to what extent, right? Because there's always there's always an extent. Well, on social media, you don't have to be best friends with them. That that's not what it's that's not what it's about. What social media marketing is about, and with athletes, especially. It's making that connection that you're no better than anybody else. See, when athletes start acting like they're better than their fans, like, oh, well, I'm better than you because I make millions of dollars and you don't. Like, that attitude, that's a turn off. And, you know, here in New York, you know, we get that attitude all the time. And we just have that with Jamal Adams. Now, with his egotistical, narcissistic, I'm the best there is attitude, and I don't really care what you have to say type person. Because that's exactly what he is. He's not a genuine person. And if you go on my Twitter feed, you saw what I posted. I posted the top 10, the top 10 signs that someone's being genuine. One, number one, doesn't want attention. Oh, well, that blows him out of the water. That blows half the professional athletes out of the water because that's all they care about is getting attention. And they use social media, which I call their soapbox, for that alone. All you have to do is like a tweet, like a post on Instagram, like a comment. I mean, that's basically how you can start interacting with people because that like, when you like something that a fan writes to you, shows interest, shows that you care. Now. There was a letter that these little kids wrote to the, this hockey player in the place for the Islanders. And I don't remember the, the guy's name. I'm sorry, because I'm not an Islanders fan. I don't really pay attention to what happens with the Islanders. But I saw this on the NHL Twitter page. I don't know if I saved it or not. Um, but he, they wrote this to the, to the commissioner. He wrote this literally to the commissioner. These two little kids. They must be like five and seven, or maybe they're... Maybe they're three and five or something along those lines, right? And they wrote that they can't, they're so happy to see this guy play and blah, blah, blah. Now they, the NHL did something awesome. They gave that letter to that hockey player and that hockey player tweeted, tweeted out, don't worry, I'm going to, um, I'm going to sign my jersey or sign the puck or whatever and I'm going to send it to you when the, when the season's over or whenever, blah, 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 when, we, when, we're, not, when we're not playing. He just made those two kids fans for life by doing that. And he also showed on social media just how much he cares 
for his fans. I had to find out his name. It's going to bother me if I don't find out who it is. <sighs> it's going to bother me, so I have to find out. Now, let me see if I can find it. I don't know if I saved it or not. It could be. It could be in my in my likes. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Dun, 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 bum, bum. Hold on, we're gonna lock. I'm just trying to squeeze and join so quickly. Look by um, all these things here. No, it's not here. All right, that means I gotta search for it, which I hate. <laughs> which I so hate. Okay, now I'll have to find out who it is. I think his name is Matt. Let me look up. I'm gonna have to ask uh, Google. I hate you know like I can't ask Siri, so I'll just ask Google. What is the Islanders player's name that starts with Matthew? Okay. Oh, here it is. Matthew Barzal. I believe that's who it is. So Matthew Brazil, and he, oh, hoo, hoo, hello. Okay, now I'm gonna click on him. Okay, so I'm gonna click his name. And I'm gonna go look on his page on Twitter because it was the cutest thing because the kids are little, but it was, it also just showed how much he freaking cared about his fans and how he engaged how he engaged with those kids. You know, let's look, dun dun dun. Mm -hmm. No, it's not here, but I think I followed him because it was on there. Oh, tweets and replies maybe. Yes, Nathan and Avery were so excited for the return of hockey that they wrote Commissioner Batman a letter. Okay. Thank you for bringing hockey back. I get to watch my favorite team in the New York Islanders. Uh, uh, my favorite player is Matt Barzell. I can't wait to see who wins the Stanley Cup. And then he says, we'll have to get those shirts signed when the time's right. Thanks for cheering us on, you two. I mean, this is why hockey players are awesome. Now, not all of them get social media marketing. No, not all of them get how to market themselves on social media in the right way. But, but they try. So, if you listen to the Sassy Show and you listen to Sassy Nation, you hear me always talk about Tony D'Angelo. I like him. I think he's cool. I think he's cool for a couple of reasons. I don't have to go through those reasons, but I think he's cool. And he's also an awesome hockey player. Um... So he is doing his stories 10 times better. So maybe he's, he maybe he listened to my advice that I gave him, which was when you're doing a story, you're real, you're real time marketing yourself. You want to look good. When you're putting in a link that shows like a video from a post, you have to give me some context as to what the hell I'm looking at. Even if you're taking a picture from a post and putting it in there, you have to give context. What are we looking at? Why do I look? Why am I looking at it? Why should this matter? He's doing that. 
So that's awesome. Very, very awesome. Very, very cool that he's actually making his stories look really, really presentable. And then we can go back to talk about Sam Darnold. His stories are much better too. So much better, more context to it. Like he posted about, uh, he posted about Kobe Bryant the other day with the post, um, with the video that, and he actually said, watch this on the bottom. He just didn't shove it into the story and like, you know, like I'm supposed to click on it. What the hell am I looking at? Because remember in stories, videos from posts don't play. If you want a video to be playing in a story, you have to take it from your phone, your device, or your computer now, you can do it on your laptop, and then manually put it into your story for the video to play. It can't be from a post. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. So, as we're talking about Sam Darnold, I'll mention this. Um, you know, um, so on the Sassy show, I talked about, you know, this, the, how women are, how women are berated and how women are, I, I want to say, you know, we're, I can't think of the word right now, <laughs> shoot, shooty booty, how women are looked upon. I'll just say that right now. I have to look in the article because I read the article about Daniel Snyder with the Washington Redskins. Well, oh, they're not Redskins anymore, excuse me. The Washington team, <laughs> the Washington team, which is the stupid asinine thing. Um, every time, blah, 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 dun, dun, dun. Um, several women told them, blah, about the culture. Objectified, that's the word. So women are very objectified, especially when it comes in football. Why? Because the way that they have their damn cheerleaders dressed on the gosh darn sidelines. I think it's pathetic. Like, they look like hookers. Okay? The cheerleaders dress like hookers. Okay, you have, you have, I coach cheerleading, okay? I coach Pop Warner. I coach the five and six-year-olds. I do their choreography. I do the seven, eight-year-olds, the ten, to 13 year olds, and then I do high school cheerleading. So I do the brand, I do it from age five all the way to age 18. You have these girls looking up to them, and this is how you have them dressed. And now I know how all-star cheerleading is. They all look like that too, half of them, with their, with their midriffs all out in the open. They got the little bra tops, and then the little tiny little skirts, or, or the tiny little, you know, uh, biker short shirts, shorts on. And then we have this culture, which I talked about last show, that ESPN's okay with it, the NBA's okay with it, you know, about, um, the, about the guys using Tinder to find extracurricular activity with hoes. Because, so here's my thing for the women. Here's my thing for the women. You have to respect yourself. You can't be somebody's floozy. Why these girls feel it's okay to be somebody's floozy is beyond me. It's just beyond me. It's just beyond me. You have to respect yourself because the professional athletes aren't obviously respecting you. 
They're using you left and right. They're the professional athletes in football and basketball, top two. Not saying that Major League Baseball players aren't doing it. Of course they are. We've all read books about how it was in the 80s and 90s, and it's probably still that way today. And hockey players are the same way, because we all have the comments from Mike Milbury last week that we discussed. But here's the thing that like players need to understand. First of all, the married players. If you are married and you are on Tinder and date hookup and date on uh, date on date.com and all these stupid damn ones, okay, Cupid and all these ones, right? And you're having sex with these hoes, you're bringing home to your wife sexually transmitted diseases. That's okay. Like, you think that's okay? You should, uh, if you, when you're married, the only one you should be having sex with is your wife and vice versa. The only one that she should be having sex with is her husband. Works both ways. That's how relationships work. They work both ways. They're not just, not just one doing everything and the other one isn't. But not only that, even if you're single, that doesn't give you the excuse to be a hoe. That doesn't give you the excuse to, to have sex with everything that walks by you. Most NFL players don't want a real woman anyway because they have this superficial idea in their heads as to what a woman is. It's just like all the other people I see on, on Twitter too. The superficial idea that all women have to be bikini models or Victoria's Secret models. Um, they have to be a size zero. They have to have blonde hair. Um, they all have to be stupid. You know, they're not smart because they're just beautiful. They're eye candy, they're arm candy. You know, that's what it is. Um, because first, think of this is why most men, and I will say this, especially NFL players. Okay, I'm just gonna talk about NFL players for a second. All right. This is, this is why they don't know what to do with you if you're a real woman. If you are a real down to earth, next door type woman, they're scared of you. They are literally scared of you because they don't know what to do with you. You're not a hoe. You're not easy. You're not an easy target. Well, and that brings me to Sam Darnold. See, I'm a real woman. He's scared of me. He's intimidated by me because I ain't no hoe. If I was a hoe, I guarantee you he'd be talking to me on Instagram. Guaranteed. He'd pay attention because, you know, I said this, I think, last week. When like I, I have tagged 10 New York Jets into posts and about seven of them out of 10 have looked at it. The other three haven't and Sam Donald's one of them. Um, I can tell you Belle's another one. And Sam, don't take advice from, from Belle, okay, about going to bars. Le'Veon Bell is the guy who brought home the two women from, from some bar to his home, he probably had sex with both of them, okay, then left them alone in his house, left them alone, comes back and realizes that they robbed him blind, and then had to call the police. You're going to take advice from him? Maybe he learned from it. Maybe that's a learning experience for him. Maybe he learned from it, but I wouldn't be taking advice from him. You know, 
And speaking of Sam Darnold one more time, I see he's growing a beard. Um, does he want to look older? Is it just me or is he trying to look older? Why would you want to look older? Like, I never understood that. I never understood why when you're younger, you want to look older. And when you're older, you want to look younger. Why can't we just age gracefully? What is wrong with men and women on that? Now, I will say this with his beard. Right now, the way it looks right now, he looks goddamn sexy. I will say that. But if he starts letting it get out of control and look like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I will be sending you razor coupons in the mail. I will find them online. I will print them out. I will mail them to you. A beard like, like a caveman kind of beard um, looks disgusting. And do you know how much bacteria and germs are, are in that beard? Like this is what half the men don't realize, like when you have a beard, how disgusting it actually is. It's gross. It is gross. When you have it just on your face and you can wash it and take care of it and, you know, clean it and make sure it's cut and nice, then it's fine. But when you just let it grow for the sake of growing, it look, first of all, you look disgusting. It looks disgusting. And there's so much germs and bacteria in it. Oh my God, have mercy on us. It's gross. And there, I can't, I, my God, I can see the basketball player in my head. He plays for the Rockets. I can't even think about who he is. Oh my God, like some players, like Joe Thornton on the Sharks, cut his, cut his disgusting looking beard <laughs> during the pandemic. His daughter made him do it. So, oh my God, please don't grow up like that. <laughs> please. Oh my God. First of all, don't, don't look like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know why Ryan Fitzpatrick thought that was nice, and I am surprised his wife would have a girl like that, because I can tell you right now, that would not have happened in this house. So, and on that note, I will end the assassination podcast for this week. Next week, I am off, so I will not be doing any podcast or radio show next week. Yay, vacation! Vacation, vacation, vacation from doing the, this and my social media and stuff. I'm actually going to be out creating really cool content that's going to be broadcast in September. So that'll be exciting. So on that note, I will leave you. Thank you for listening. And I will see, well, I will talk to you in two weeks. Take care. Be safe. Have a great Labor Day weekend, please do not drink and drive. Be smart. Don't drink, don't drive. If you're going to drink, drink at home. Like pretend you're still in lockdown. Drink at home. Don't drink out. Even if you can drink out, don't drink when you get home.